Welcome to Kingdom Insight with Dr. Kazumba Charles. This program is designed to help you discover treasures and truth from God's Word and also give you deeper insights and understanding of the character and nature of God. Here is your host, Dr. Kazumba Charles. Welcome back to Kingdom Insight. Thank you for joining me once again this week. We've been looking at uh, a very, very important topic, uh, spiritual warfare, how to fight a spiritual battle. And then we established in our previous teaching that uh, spiritual warfare does not mean that you are going in a boxing match or in the ring to fight the enemy. We don't do that. God has already defeated the enemy. We just have to know and understand what spiritual warfare is, what we need to do, where we need to be, and that those those are the most important thing. So we continue as we were looking at uh, Gideon there. We looked at Gideon when the angel of the Lord had appeared to him. The Lord is with you, might man of valor or mighty warrior. Warrior, that word warrior is uh, someone who is uh, skilled in uh, spiritual warfare. And that's what Gideon was. But uh, one important thing that we see now in the account of uh, Gideon was that uh, God, I told him, I was going to give you victory. I'm going to give you victory. Don't take the 32,000 people that you have. Gideon ended up going into battle with only 300 men. And those 300 men gave them victory. But what was the difference? Why was only three? 300 men able to defeat a strong and fortified enemy that Israel had? The answer is very simple, because God was with them. Remember when the angel appeared to Gideon said what? The Lord is with you. So in any spiritual battle, in any battle in our lives that we may be facing or we may be going through, it's very important to understand that you can't overcome without God. You can't overcome without Jesus Christ. You can't overcome without understanding the word of God. So that's why it is really important to have, to know God for yourself, to know the word of God for yourself. Otherwise, you may be fighting some battles without you know ending because uh, you don't have God so and then the other important thing that we saw with Gideon was uh, before he went into battle he cleaned out his uh, father's altar he got rid of uh, all the bear worship false gods that they had he cleans it out why because it's important before going into any spiritual battle uh, uh, to ensure that God is with you and God is for you remember Moses Moses refused to go uh, when the Lord said go uh, uh, lead the people because he knew God wasn't uh, happy and pleased with them and pleased with their attitude so Moses Moses refused to go and he said to God, we won't go unless you go with us, unless you go before us. And he didn't have an assurance that God was going before them because he knew God was not happy with the attitude of uh, the children of Israel of that day. So what we see in uh, Judges chapter 6 verse 25 to 27 is that uh, before Gideon could take on uh, the Midianites, he first had to confront uh, the idolatry within uh, his family. 
by tearing down his father's altar over Baal. So you want to find out, first of all, some of the things that are in there. I shared uh, one time with you on this show that uh, some of those are artifacts, for example, from Africa. Uh, some of them are dedicated to spirits without you knowing, uh, dedicated to spirits so that when you buy those things, the spirit to which it was dedicated, you may find that it begins to manipulate or it begins to influence the atmosphere to where you are. So before you fight all these spiritual battles, make sure you get rid of things like that. Why was Gideon, first of all, tearing down his father's altar uh, 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 of Baal? Gideon was to reclaim. He needed to reclaim the area for the Lord by building a new altar to God there and uh, reestablish their relationship and fellowship with God. Because if you re if you go into the account of uh, the children of Israel uh, during Gideon's time, they are departed from uh, from their relationship and fellowship with God. They are departed from that, and each time they went into battle what happens is that the enemy always always did win against them so you want to make sure your relationship with God and your fellowship with God is intact there. So after the death of Joshua, Israel had abandoned God. And each time Israel went into the battle, they got badly defeated because the Lord was not with them and they were not with God. So that is the key right there. God was not with them and they were not with God. Uh, we see that in Judges chapter 2 verse 15. So what I want to tell you is is uh, in any spiritual battle, in any spiritual fight that you might find yourself in, you got to reestablish or establish a relationship with God. Have that fellowship with God because when you are in God and God is in you, there is nothing that the enemy can do. Without God, we are totally nothing. Therefore, we need to have a stronger relationship and fellowship with God. We need to establish that. It's very significant. It's very significant to have that uh, pure relationship with God. We must fully also depend on Jesus Christ when you are encountering some battles, when you are encountering some challenges, setbacks, and all those things to depend on Jesus Christ. Now, remember this. You can't depend on someone you haven't known or you haven't started to be good and started to be strong or powerful. That's why when, you, when we talk of depending on Jesus Christ, we're talking of uh, you being ingrained in the word of God so that you know what this God is capable of doing. You know what the word of God is capable of doing and how powerful the word of God is. The Bible says that uh, God's word does not go back to him void. So you got to understand the power of the word of God. So we must fully depend on Jesus Without him, we have nothing, but with him, we have everything, including victory. When you don't have Christ, you have no power over any spiritual forces and any spiritual what? You don't even have victory in any spiritual fights. 
So now, to fight a spiritual battle, you're going to have to be what? A warrior. You're going to have to be a warrior. What does that mean? Remember I told you about Gideon. Gideon didn't even know he was a mighty man of God. He was a mighty warrior, skilled in, uh, in, in warfare. He didn't know that. But we understand because God was with him, Gideon was a mighty man, a mighty warrior. So you are a mighty warrior. Your change, your transformation, and everything that needs to take place in your life, you got to be at the center of it because I can't fight your battle for you. You can't fight my battle for me. I can stand with you and we, you can stand with me to fight this battle, but you have to be plagued in to God and plugged into the Word of God in order to see that victory because in you God has created a, a mighty warrior to change the situation in your family to change the situation in your life you got to let that warrior that God has created in you to come out of you that warrior the the, the warrior mentality the lion mentality through the Word of God John chapter 15 verse 4 to 5 says this it says, uh, remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from you, apart from me, you cannot do nothing. What is that telling us there? It is telling us that uh, without God, we can't bear fruits. Without God, we can't have a victory. Without God in us, we can't. Uh, defeat uh, the tactics and the schemes and the gimmicks of the enemy we have to be in God so the key there to be a warrior for God to be a skillful man or woman of God you got to be what you got to be to remain in God you got to remain in God because the Christ in us is what makes us a mighty warrior don't disconnect yourself from God Put God first, let him lead in all aspects of your life, and then now as you begin to battle, be it sickness, be it diseases, be it whatever the enemy has been attacking you with, when Jesus is in the center of everything you are, everything you do, everything you desire to do, guess what? You begin to see victory because God will fight your battles. And then the other thing we begin to understand, what makes a warrior, what makes a man or a woman to be skilled in spiritual warfare is the first to have their faith placed right in God or right with God. Place your faith in God and in any situation because God always wins. One thing we know about God is that God always wins. He may send two people to go and fight 10,000 people. God always wins. So put your faith in God. It doesn't matter the situation you may be going through. Listen to me. I understand sometimes it's very difficult to believe God when you are in pain. It's very difficult to trust God when all you can feel is pain. But here is the good reason to trust God. It may take one year. It may take two months. It may take years. You're going through that situation. God will always come through. 
through for you because God is a God who never fails. So how do we fight a spiritual battle? We fight a spiritual battle for the most part by being faithful to God. Like I said, we don't go in the ring to fight the devil as if we are in a boxing match. We, our job in spiritual warfare is to be in faith, to stay faithful to God, to stand on the word of God, to have faith in the abilities of God, to have faith in the power of the word of God. So our fight in spiritual warfare is actually a fight of faith, fight to trust God, fight to not to doubt God, because the first thing the enemy wants you to do when you're going through challenges and storms of life and everything is shaking, everything that can be shaken in your life is being shaken, is that the enemy is trying to take you to a position where you can doubt God, because if you can doubt God, then you can leave out of the camp where God is and then the enemy can pounce on you on you because that's what the enemy does that's why the Bible refers to the enemy like a rolling lion that goes around trying to find whom to devour. You know why that is so significant? If you look at uh, uh, the, 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 in the animal kingdom, for example, you look at the Serengeti or the immigration of animals, for example, and when the lion is there, he's not going to attack the heads of animals at once. He's going to wait and uh, move slowly so that he can find one to isolate from everyone else and if he can isolate one then he can attack so doubt comes to isolate us from God when you doubt God you are being isolated from the power that should work on your behalf so the first thing we do is uh, make sure you with a stand you stand faithfully to God you may be in pain you may it may be difficult it may be you know storms on every level one thing you don't let go in any spiritual fight is your faith of believing God and believing the Word of God. Let me give you a quick example here. When you look at Job in the book of Job, we begin to see that Job was a very successful man. And the enemy one day went to God to accuse him to say, hey, who don't love you, God, when you have made a person so successful? But God knew Job's love for God and relationship with God had nothing to do with what he had. It had nothing to do with material things. His relationship with God was all about who God was. So we see now as the enemy touched everything around Job, even his family members dying, what happens? In chapter 2 of the book of Job, we hear the wife of Job saying, just curse God and die. And Job refused to do that because that's what the enemy wanted. The enemy wanted Job to denounce God. But Job said, can I just believe God in good and not in bad? Listen, what Job was teaching us was that in any storms of life, we must hang on to God. No matter how bad things may go, hang on to God. Let your faith stand. Let it be unshakable so that you can withstand the storms of life. So the first thing we have in spiritual battle is to stand faithfully believing God. Even when the devil is chewing at you, you just stand believing God. 
So the greatest fight, I want to tell you in spiritual warfare, the greatest fight we have is not Satan, is not the devil. That is not uh, the greatest fight. Why? Because God already defeated him. God already defeated the devil on the cross of Calvary. So Satan is not our biggest battle because uh, there is nothing more we can do to defeat the devil more than God has already defeated him. The greatest fight we have is uh, the fight of uh, being faithful to the word of God and being obedient to what the word of God says. That is the greatest fight we have because, uh, you know, when you go Going through difficult situations, doubt begins to sink in. You're going to doubt God. You're going to doubt the church and the enemy will tell you there is no power in God. And then after you doubt, then you begin to see that the enemy will attack more and more. So here is our job in a spiritual battle. Remember, I emphasize, you are not called to go in a boxing match with the devil. You have no business to be in the boxing ring with the, with the devil. He has already been defeated. Our job in spiritual battle is to be in God, to be faithful, to be obedient to God, to be in prayer and to stand on God's word and to fight off any influences from the forces of darkness that would try to influence you to doubt God. Don't doubt God whatever you do. Don't doubt God. And how would you not doubt God is by remembering what God has done. Your testimony is very key. There are so many things that God has done. You may be dealing with one issue, but look at some of the things that God has done in your life and hold on to that testimony because the Bible says in Revelation chapter 12 verse 11, it tells us that uh, they conquered him, who? The devil. They conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the words of uh, their testimony, for they did not love their lives in the first of death. So what it's telling us here is that uh, your testimony can conquer the enemy. Why? Because the, as long as you are able to testify of the goodness of God, the mercy of God, the power of God that you have seen in your life, even though you're going through a difficult time right now and you remember the goodness of God, you remember the power of God in your life, trust me, the enemy's power and grip begins to fall, chains begins to fall off of your life because the enemy knows you are magnifying God even when you are in pain. And I always say this, you have not worshipped God until you are able to worship God when you are in pain, when it doesn't make sense sense when nothing makes sense and you continue to worship God that is a true worshiper right there that is a person dedicated to the word of God and to God so how to fight a spiritual battle here is how we fight we fight through the testimony remember we had shared this a long time in, in, in our previous teaching there Remember your testimony. Submit to God. Forgive, pray, and walk in the Spirit. Remember that testimony that you have. You have. Why? Because in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 
10 to 18, here is what the Bible tells us. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord. Now, you can't be strong in the Lord if you don't have the Lord in your life. So you got to be in the Lord. And it says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's what? Schemes for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of, of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, therefore, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the rightness that comes from the gospel of peace. In 16, it continues, it says, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, it reminds the people again, it says be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Why is that significant in spiritual warfare? First of all, you can't win a battle when you are not at peace. That's why it says, uh, be what? Be at peace there. It says, uh, uh, you it says that uh, with your feet uh, fitted with the readiness that comes uh, from the gospel of uh, peace. Be at peace. It doesn't matter what the enemy is trying to do. It doesn't matter which direction is trying to attack you. When you are at peace with God, you are going to focus on the goodness and on the power of the word of God. So in spiritual warfare, we begin to understand something that is so significant. One, we are not going into a boxing ring with the devil. That is not our place. Jesus did that on the cross already. My job is to stay faithful. My job in spiritual warfare is to pray from a position of uh, believing the word of God, declaring the word of God to my situation, speaking to that sickness, speaking to that uh, disease, speaking to whatever the influence the enemy is trying to bring in your life, speaking to those uh, places and declaring the word of God. Because we know there is power in the word of God. There is power in believing the word of God. Now listen to this. It may be your family. It may be your relationships, for example, that do not get ahead. They don't do, you know, they don't, they don't thrive in any areas. The enemy, it's like he has put a hold over your family and the, there is just confusion, fighting and infighting and you can't even come together uh, at the table together. Listen, that's what the devil does. He brings those confusions in life and in families so that he can slowly release bitterness in you and when you are bitter, unforgiving, you know, full of hatred, guess what? Then the enemy will pounce on you and begin to devour you because unforgiveness as well as hatred and bitterness, those gives the enemy access into our lives. That's why the Bible tells us to forgive at all times. So here is how you change a situation. You don't have to go and convince other people or other family members, for example, to love you 
or to accept you. Here is how you do it now. You begin to declare the word of God because you are in God. Remember, you are praying from a position of being in Christ. So you are already a mighty warrior. You are already a mighty man of valor, for example. So you are praying from a position of victory that Jesus has already secured. You begin to say, to speak to that situation. Be it a relationship, you open up your mouth and speak life to that situation. Speak, speak the power of God, dismantling every spirit that the enemy has wrapped around those relationships and begin to open the doors for peace and for the love of God to enter into those situations. And you will find this. What happens is that you will find the other people because you've been declaring into the atmosphere, you've been praying into the atmosphere you will see the other people will come and ask for forgiveness and uh, restoration will happen be it healing as well you begin to speak life to that situation because that's what God intends to do when we speak the word there is power now God is waiting for you to speak into that situation remember I shared with you that most of the times we go into places for deliverance we go into places for you know for for these uh, powerful prayers and and things happen at that moment but the moment we leave that place then we go back home we go back to depression we go back to stress we go back to the same thing it's because we haven't learned how to empty ourselves from anything that can give the enemy access into your life so I want to take some time today to just pray for your family to just pray for you to open all those doors that the enemy as a shutdown to break every curses that might be in your life to break every influences of the enemy that may have come and taken over your family or your future or your businesses or whatever you do because sometimes you find that you're trying to move along and everything you try to do it's like a, it's like a, it's not going anywhere it's like somebody's just pulling you backwards that's what the devil does that's how we go now we go into spiritual warfare to break off all those things and to declare God to make a path and a way for you the same way God gave victory to Gideon and defeated the he defeated the enemy. God wants to give you victory. Victory over everything that the enemy is trying to do. So let's pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, today by the authority of the word of God, I declare in Jesus' name, dismantling every curses that the enemy has placed over this family, over this relationship, in the mighty name of Jesus. We come against every power of prosperities right now, but the power of the blood of Jesus. We declare freedom right now in the name of Jesus. We release everyone that is watching today, Father, that has been gripped by the power of witchcraft. We release them from that power in the mighty name of Jesus. We release them from every stronghold that keeps pushing them downwards. We release them today in the mighty name of Jesus. And we pray, Father, right now through the airwaves, we declare healing and restoration 
and we command the devil he has no power and authority over your people in the mighty name of Jesus we release life in Jesus' name we release healing right now in the mighty name of Jesus we release freedom from every addictions in Jesus' name and we proclaim the power of the good news of Jesus Christ upon each and every household today in the mighty name of Jesus father we pray even for for prosperity to flourish right now we pray father for healing and restoration in the mighty name of Jesus we thank you for the testimonies that will come out of this program right now in the name of Jesus for those who are watching as you are working you are working Lord to bring deliverance and to bring healing in the name of Jesus we pray and you are there you you may not know how to fight a spiritual battle because you don't have God remember it is God with us who fights for us Emmanuel God with us who fights for us if you don't know Jesus Christ it's impossible to defeat the enemy so I just want you to pray with me just say dear Jesus I surrender my life to you forgive my sins and as I begin a new a new life and a new chapter of living in the presence of God thank you for accepting me as a child of God in Jesus' name amen and amen listen this is just a beginning for you to connect back to God it is victory comes when we connect back to God connecting back to God is like a power source if you don't have your power codes to go into the electricity there you your 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 gadgets won't be powered up that's what it means with us so when we have Jesus we have life we have restoration and we have victory and Jesus wants to give you victory to Day because that's what he desires for you to have a greater life and a greater future join me again on another series that we'll be doing here on kingdom insight uh, I believe this word has impacted you come on write to us uh, dr. Kazumba Charles Sorry, Dr. Kazumba at, uh, at kitvnetwork.com. You see it on the screen there. Write to us, share your testimony. If you need us to pray with you more, come on, write to us, or you can call the number on the screen. Until then, God bless you and uh, shalom, shalom. Thank you for watching Kingdom Insight. Dr. Kazumba Charles has written some powerful and insightful books that will help you discover treasures and truth of God's Word and also give you a deeper understanding of the unchanging character of God. For a love gift of $20, our office will send you one of the following books written by Dr. Kazumba Charles. The Parables of the Kingdom, Revisiting the Foundations, The Weapon of Forgiveness, or Discovering the Power of God in You please go to www.kazumbacharles.org to give your love gift. Your love gift will enable Dr. Kazumba Charles to continue to preach the good news of the kingdom. Thank you for your generosity.